0: This is At The Table, a play reading series. A quick content warning before we begin. This play contains strong language, hate speech, and homophobia. Also, make sure to tune in to our bonus episode where we chat with the cast of this month's play, Losing My Religion. Enjoy.
1: Losing My Religion in 140 Characters or Less by Hannah Langley. The time is 2015 to 2016. The places are the Adkins Keller Home in Topeka, Kansas, a bar in Lawrence, Kansas, and Twitter. Scene one. Projections of hateful tweets populate and illuminate the stage. At the WVBC says repent. God damns all sinners. Posted April 3rd, 2015. We'll smile and thank him as you burn. Posted April 4th, 2015. God Hates Your Pride, posted April 7th, 2015. A shadowy figure dances, tapping and humming through Judy Garland's Get Happy. The tweets and bings begin to overlap, creating a chaotic cacophony of internet noise competing with the figures tapping, until Charity, the dancer, conservatively dressed in men's basketball shorts and a t-shirt, is illuminated. She freezes and kneels in prayer before the iPhone lying in front of her.
2: Dear God, Good morning. Just wanted to thank you again for another chance to serve you on this earthly plane. It's not that I'm not excited about the swiftly approaching rapture or anything, because I am, really. I'm just so thankful for another opportunity to spread your word in a world that despises you. And I pray for the strength to face your oppressors with a smile on my face and love in my heart. Thanks again for choosing me to be one of your soldiers.
1: Amen. Charity opens the Twitter app on her phone. Behind her, her Twitter bio is projected. Charity Adkins Keller. Music note. Get ready for the Judgment Day. Music note.
2: At Blue Room Jew. Jews are hell-bound heathens who deny the Lord. Hashtag Sorry Not Sorry. Repent and convert or face an eternity in hell. Hashtag Truth.
1: Lights up on Adam Bellman wearing his backpack waiting for the bus. Behind him, projected, is his Twitter bio. It reads Adam Bellman, Star of David, Jewish grad student slash blogger, OG of the
3: OT. At Charity for God, 1989, do I know you? This is like the hundredth tweet you've tagged me in this week.
2: No, but God knows your heart emoji, and he knows it's wicked. Wait, I
3: do know you! You're one of those horrible anti-Semites that just posted that music video about Jews literally being evil incarnate.
2: Horned hedonists? I actually wrote that one. Well
3: then, don't you have better things to do than troll my Twitter feed? Aren't there some army widows you have to harass? I'm not trolling,
2: I'm teaching.
3: I wasn't aware hate speech was a subject worthy of teaching. Guess the public school system's really gone to hell. Flame emoji, Devil
2: couldn't agree more. The moment school stopped honoring God's teachings, American flag emoji, flame emoji. Ugh, no subject is more important than the word of God.
3: I couldn't agree more. Nice bio, by the way. Are those lyrics from...
2: Thanks. Yours needs some work.
1: Scene two. God Bless America plays. A spotlight fades up on Joyce Adkins Keller. She wears a God Hates Fags t-shirt and holds four huge signs. God Hates Fags, God Hates Your Yarmulke, God Dooms USA, and Thank God for Cancer. Around her waist is a belt made of the American flag and the rainbow flag. Both brush the floor.
4: God hates America, land that I loathe. Stand against her and chide her. Kill the fags and the dykes that you love. God hates America. Your home, sweet home. We're talking about you, miss. You're either a dyke or a dyke lover and hell's coming for you. Guess
0: I'll see you there, bitch.
4: Your mama must be so proud. My children are right here.
0: Shout another fucking word at me or anybody else leaving this service and I'll-
4: Satan got your tongue? I'll make you sorry. In front of all these cameras? Go ahead. Just know I'm a lawyer. I hope you and your whole family drop dead. And I pray the rapture and your fiery fate come fast.
1: Harley spits on Joyce's shoe.
4: Disgusting. Remember this, kids. These people are no friends to you. They'll pull you straight down to hell.
1: Lights crossfade to the blue room bar where Harley stands behind the counter. Psycho bitch. Harley grabs a bottle of pills from beneath the bar, shaking one into her hand and swallowing it dry before pouring a glass of wine.
0: To Mark. Pain's finally over, pal.
1: Scene 3. The home office of the Adkins-Keller compound. Charity types at her desk.
4: Charity! We're home! Oh! Hey, Mom! Oh, you and that heathen music! Sorry, I... That's fine, hon. You know what's right. Where it counts. Right. So, where's the rest of the troops? Getting more signs out of the van. Need help? They've got it, sweetie.
1: Joyce goes to a nearby cabinet. She double-checks that no one is around and then pulls out a box of cherry cordial chocolates from its hiding spot.
4: Good day, then. Oh, yes. (laughs) Those queer lovers came out in droves, red in the face like Satan himself had slapped them. (laughs) Wish you'd been there. Me too. But someone had to man the fort. And who better than my oldest and brightest? You can't start playing favorites now, Mom. Watch me.
1: Charity pops a piece of chocolate into her mouth. Joyce pulls a chair close to Charity, savoring her own piece of chocolate.
2: Mm. (laughs)
4: Mmm. So good. Mm. Mmm. Almost too good. (laughs) We got to make sure this box lasts the month. I think the kids finished the last one off. They don't know where we hide the chocolate. They're crafty. Uh Uh-uh. My waistband says otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) And he calls while we were out. Loads. No clients, though. Mostly death threats.
2: The usual. Oh, and Dad called. Said he was running late, but he'd be home for dinner. All
1: right. Joyce pops another chocolate into her mouth.
2: Mm. The callers are getting more
4: and more vicious now, like they're choking on their own hate. Their anxiety about our work is growing into hysteria. It's like your grandfather keeps preaching... The rapture's coming soon. So blessed to be here for it. We all are. You should have seen the picket today. We made this one really squirm. She didn't want to hear us, but we put the word of God in her ear. Cool. Three news crews, too. They were all asking about you and your tweet. Are you tweeting them back now? No. I'm responding to that Jewish guy, the rabbi's son with the blog about Judaism and moral relativism. All right, ugh, that one. We do need some repentant Christ killers to come back before the end. Why else would I be working on him for almost a year? Those all from the Jew?
2: No, these are all about this morning's tweet. The church is even trending again,
4: see? A thousand more followers, wow. We're thanking God for cancer at Fag Mark Tyler's funeral today, because God abhors your sins, and we do too, Lev 2023, that's my girl!
1: Charity takes the chocolates back to their cabinet and hides them away as Joyce goes to put the signs away in their designated cubby.
2: Wait, are these...? I alphabetized them, starting with A for adulterers and ending with Z for Zendaya.
4: That is so thoughtful. I'm so happy with you, hon. It's such a relief that your brother and sisters, with all the kids, really, have someone like you to look up to, especially now. I could feel the temptation filling them since you-know-who left. They were very fond of her. All she ever wanted to do was
2: fornicate. It's God's will that she's gone. Amen. It's sad for Uncle Andy and
4: Aunt Marissa, though. Banish that sadness. We rejoice in all the Lord brings. I know. It's just, she was their only child. It was your aunt and uncle's joy to rid themselves of you-know-who, to protect the rest of us. Remember, our only job is to obey God and God alone, not our weak and sinful hearts. Jeremiah 17.9 The heart heart is is deceitful deceitful above above all things things and and desperately desperately wicked. wicked. One mind, one heart. Grace of God. So, what else have you been up to today? Schoolwork, I hope. Read over some case studies for class.
2: I also started looking into a new song parody for the website. I'm thinking of doing a Lady Gaga one.
4: Good. Your sisters need something more to do. Summer's coming fast. Exactly. Got Beth and Leah fighting this morning. What was it this time? Leah took Beth's good sweater or something. I don't know what to do with them. They're at a difficult age. They'll grow out of it. Leah's graduating high school next year, and she still she reminds me of you-know-who. No. She's stronger than that. She's your daughter, after all. (gasps) See? I have to be stricter with them.
1: Joyce grabs a ruler from the desk and slaps it into her palm. Charity flinches.
4: Oh, before I forget. If you get any more interview or documentary requests, I want to know first this time. It's hard enough running this place without surprise idolaters with cameras nosing around. You got it, Mom. What would I do without you,
2: Charity? You'd thrive, but you'd sleep less.
4: <laughs> I do like my sleep every now and again. <gasps> Leah and Bethany Adkins Keller.
1: A pained cry is heard offstage, probably Leah.
4: Forget your
2: troubles. Come on, get happy. You better chase all your cares away. Do-do-do-do-do, come on, get happy.
1: Scene four. Charity opens her Twitter app. Lights illuminate both Charity and Adam.
3: Thanks for your daily invitation to take credit for killing Christ and join your church, but I'll pass. Heart emoji. You're Jeremiah twenty four two ref, by the way. I guess I'm one of those naughty figs. Lol. I almost prefer it when you just come out and call me a Christ killer. Good Shabbos, Charity.
2: The Sabbath isn't till tomorrow. Why won't you repent?
3: I'll repent, but Yom Kippur isn't until October. Smiley face.
2: God doesn't buy into your dead rote rituals and neither do I. You're smart. You have to know all that fasting is just meaningless human legalism.
3: Shayna Madel, you still think your God hates fag signs, or anything more than meaningless human legalism?
1: Charity types Shayna Madel into Google before responding. Yes. Charity checks the definition. She doesn't like it. She doesn't
3: hate it either. Really?
2: Your ceremonial laws died with Jesus. Recall Acts 10, 14-15. Remind
3: me of those again? My New Testament gets fuzzy after grading papers all day? Hashtag grad student props.
2: That does sound miserable. But not as miserable as the hell you and your students will be burning in if you don't learn to repent. Smiley face.
3: Enough jokes. Let's focus. The verses.
2: Too long to explain via tweet.
3: Let's DM then?
2: Don't you have papers to grade?
3: Don't wimp out on me now. Not like we haven't done it before. Souls are on the line here.
2: You mock me, but it's true.
3: Isn't this better, winky face? Hey,
2: what's our rule?
3: No winking, sad face. Forgive
2: me? Don't ask me for forgiveness. Ask God.
3: Aye So acts, what's the story?
2: God rained down food, four-footed animals of all kinds, and said to Peter, kill and eat. And Peter said, surely not, Lord. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. Then the voice spoke to him a second time, do not call anything impure that God has made clean. Look it up.
3: I don't doubt your knowledge of the text. I doubt your interpretation.
2: You Jews fast, keep kosher, but you don't obey where it counts.
3: You think spreading the message that God hates Jews and gay people and the Dalai Lama is true obedience?
2: Of course. It's the loving thing to do, telling the truth.
3: Loving? Your church is petitioning the government to implement a death penalty for being gay. What about when Jesus said, hate the sin, love the sinner?
2: That wasn't Jesus. That was St. Augustine, yet another deceitful, fag-enabling rapist. And you call yourself a religious scholar.
3: What makes you think St. Augustine was a fag-enabling rapist?
2: He was a Catholic priest, wasn't he? What? No comeback?
3: Sometimes I forget. Never mind.
2: You started typing something. I saw the dots. I wonder
3: if there's any hope for you.
2: I wonder the same about you.
3: How about this? John 8, 7, the people want to stone a woman for committing adultery because that's what the moral code demands. You
2: people love bringing this one up.
3: Before stoning her, they consult Jesus, ask him, what should we do with this adulterous woman? And Jesus
2: says, Whoever is without sin among you, let him be the first to cast a stone. I know.
3: So, you think your church is without sin?
2: No, but we don't promote it, like you and the rest of this doomed country. We obey, and when we fail, we repent.
3: If you believe in forgiveness, How can you support a death penalty? Because God commands it. Sure. The Bible does say gay men should be put to death for their sins, but it says the same thing about women caught in the act of fornication. So, by logic, the woman you were babysitting for last week, the one you said joined the church after having a child out of wedlock? Carolyn? Right. Carolyn. You believe uh, she should be killed too?
2: The Bible doesn't call for her execution. It kind of does.
3: Deuteronomy 22, 20 through 21. Check it if you like. Charity Googles. Isn't it odd your church only promotes that level of literalistic punishment for one group of sinners instead of them all?
2: Mom and grandpa were right. Satan makes you crafty.
3: Was that a personal you or a collective Jewish you?
2: A little bit of both.
3: Think about it. If your church had their way, gay people would have no chance at forgiveness, developing a relationship with God. I mean, they just go right to hell because man, fallible, sinful man made the decision to end their lives. Don't you see how ass backwards that is? I have to go. Shayna Madel, I just want you to-
2: What does that even mean? What? Shayna Madel, you've called me that twice today.
3: We both knew you Googled it the first time I typed it.
2: Does it have some sort of other meaning?
3: It means beautiful girl because that's what you are, Charity, underneath all the ugliness.
2: Thanks. Not
3: physical ugliness. I didn't mean... I don't care. I meant the ugly rhetoric and fear. Fear? Under all that, I think. I know there's a beautiful person.
2: Gotta go, Adam. Bye.
3: I know you only say what you say because you care. Charity puts her phone away.
1: Adam enters the bar where Harley stands behind the counter, cell in hand, wiping away tears.
4: Shit.
0: Harley! Adam! Hey! How's it going? You okay? Of course, I... (laughs) I don't know. Still calling Mark's number every time I can't find something in the storeroom. Hey. I miss him too.
3: You know, my dad runs a pretty great grief group down at the synagogue. He'd love to
0: see you. (laughs) Buddy, that's sweet, and your dad's lovely. But I don't do religion. It's not about religion, it's about community. Harley slides Adam a beer. I've got all the community I need right here.
3: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Damn it. Who's the girl? What?
0: What girl? Oh, okay, there's
3: a girl, but it's not like that.
0: Liar. Come on, cheer me up. What's her deal?
3: She's uh, I don't know, I don't know, kind of crazy crazy in bed crazy or no no i mean she's pretty much everything that's wrong with the world so she's a republican she's more of a radical anarchist but only because she doesn't know any better
0: okay so you're
3: trying to what parent her no no i've been more of an intellectual sounding board Mm-hmm. very sexy <laughs> it is I see. Uh, don't don't look at me like that. We've just been talking, and I really think I'm getting through to her. I mean, every time, it's... I can feel myself making an impact. We're always getting into really deep, philosophical shit, and we argue and argue, and it's so... And then it's
0: like... You know?
3: Not really. Or maybe I'm crazy. I'm probably just crazy. I don't know what I'm doing.
0: Whatever you're doing, I say go for it. Really? You'll probably regret it, but not as much as you'll regret not doing it. Especially because you're just going to end up married to the perfect Jewish wife of Rabbi Bellman's choosing. My dad's not going to choose my wife. You're right. He won't have to. What's that supposed to mean? You're 28. Never miss Shabbat dinner. No tattoos. Always good grades. You'll pick who you know he'll like. Or he'll just like who I pick. So your radical anarchist's also Jewish? Well... no. Exactly. I really want to help her out, Harley. Is that what they're calling it these days? No. Okay. I get it. This is stupid. I'm stupid. Oh my god. Just invite her here or something. Live a little while you can. Alright! I'm doing it.
1: I'm
3: gonna... do it. Adam pulls out his phone and opens the Twitter app. Hey! So, I frequent the Blue Room Bar. I think it's close enough to you if you ever wanted to meet. Or needed to talk. (laughs)
1: Lights illuminate Charity as she reads his message with a mix of fear and consideration. Quickly, Charity pockets her phone.
2: These are not your thoughts. These are traps set for you by the devil. These are not your thoughts. These are traps set for you by the devil. These are not your thoughts. These are traps set for you by the devil. Shayna (laughs) made
1: Her eyes wander to her bottom drawer. She goes to it, reaches into the very back, and pulls out a pair of old jeans. Charity locks her door. She puts on the jeans.
2: This isn't right. This isn't right.
1: Charity takes off her jeans.
2: God, help me, please. I don't want to fall away. I don't want to go to hell like you know who. Please.
1: She re-hides her jeans. Scene 5. Joyce and Charity in the office. Charity stares longingly at her phone as Joyce speaks.
4: We could use the weekend to get down to Wichita. There's going to be a big to-do for a stricken Corporal Vance Avery, highly decorated for being an agent of evil. But it is testing season, and I want the kids to have time to study. What do you think, Charity? Huh? Is something wrong, hon? This is the fifth time this week you've gone catatonic on me. I haven't been sleeping. Probably because you'd never turn off that phone of yours. It's not that. I've just... I've been thinking about the law. You're not having trouble in classes, are you? Not the law lowercase. God's law. Ah... Even more fruitful. What have you been thinking?
2: I was talking to Adam, the Jew, and I thought I was making progress, but now
4: I feel bad talking to him. That's just your misleading feelings at work again. It's our job to talk to the damned. You know that. It's just we were
2: talking about repentance, his repenting, and then he started talking about fornication.
4: Was that dirty Jew trying to tempt you? No!
2: No. He was making an argument. He brought up a couple of verses that show how God's hatred of fornication and homosexuality is equal. Well, yes. Sin is sin, hon. Then what about Carolyn? If we got them to change the laws of America to match up to God's law before she found the church, she would have been stoned, right when everyone found out she was pregnant with Zeke. Yes, and her death would have been well-earned. But what about Zeke? He was just a baby. Doesn't that complicate things? Maybe God gave Carolyn a chance to repent before she
4: sinned, but... Charity! You're letting this heathen soften your resolve and harden your heart against God. The people going to heaven. It's decided before we're born. Remember Romans? I remember. I just... So, if someone, anyone is punished or killed, it is good. And we celebrate it because it is God's will. The one and only truth... The one you're resisting right now. I'm not resisting. I just feel like...
1: Joyce picks up the ruler and slams it down hard, barely missing Charity's fingers.
4: God hates your feelings. The devil gave you those to make you weak in the word of God. I'm sorry. I misspoke. No. You meant every word. Mom. Hmm? Forgive me.
2: I just wanted to know about Zeke, what you thought. I just didn't know what
4: to say to Adam about it. I've never not known. Hon. Of course you're forgiven. (laughs) It just troubles me when you talk that way. I'm just seeking truth. Well, the truth is...
1: Joyce gets the chocolates from their hiding place.
4: You never have to worry about people like Carolyn or Zeke being killed. Not in this country. It's God's law. We will continue to promote it, but they will never enforce it. America's hearts are only soft to sinfulness, as you've learned time and again. Joyce touches Charity's eyebrow, tracing
2: a
1: scar.
4: They have no kindness for the true children of God. Only violence and derision.
2: I know. I remember.
1: Charity bites into a chocolate.
4: Good. So, Wichita? Yes or no? Let's do it. Put it on the Google calendar? Alright. Scene 6.
1: A few nights later, Charity returns to her room with her law books, performing diligence with gusto. Twitter lights come up on Adam in the bar again, surrounded by piles of paper,
3: grating. Been a few days, and you haven't responded to my tweets. Did your mom give you any answers to my questions? I'm excited to deconstruct them. Seeing a lot more of your mom on the news this week. Ramping up for Pride Month, I assume. Haven't seen much of you, though. You get sick or something? Sad face. The lack of quippy, hateful retorts on my feed's really worrying me. I keep imagining what could have happened to you. Maybe you've already been raptured, leaving us heathens to burn. Adam looks at his mountains of work. This is a preview of hell. I hate it.
2: Hell will be so much worse, and you know it.
3: Ah, so you're still on the earthly plane. Happy
2: face. Not for very much longer. Raptures come in even sooner than we thought. So if I were you, I'd start repenting pronto.
3: I'll need all the deeds before that happens.
2: Okay. So, my grandfather had a vision of these pink caves out in the desert. The whole church was there, camped out. New followers, too. Uh huh. And when he woke up.
3: Woke up? I thought this was a vision.
2: Vision, dreams, same thing.
3: One's more commonplace than the other. Can
2: I just tell the story without the commentary?
3: Fingers are off my keys.
2: So, he was telling the whole council about it, how vivid it was. So Mom casually popped online and typed pink caves into Google and check out what she found.
1: Charity sends Adam a picture. Wow, they're beautiful.
2: And they're in Jordan. Uh Uh-huh. That's when Mom started thinking... Jordan's pretty significant, after all. This must be God telling us where we're going to go.
3: For vacation?
2: No. Where we'll go when the American people demand our exile.
3: Just because you regularly abuse your First Amendment rights doesn't mean the government has just caused to exile you. Worst they do is shut down your Twitter account.
2: You can't argue with the voice of God.
3: Voice of God? Your grandpa had a dream about random pink caves. In the
2: Holy Land!
3: Coincidence doesn't equal correspondence, is all I'm saying.
2: Have you no faith at all?
3: I have plenty. It just isn't blind.
2: It's not blindness to believe in God's ability to speak to us. Oh,
3: I didn't say that. I just don't believe he speaks the way you say he does.
2: Well, how does he speak to you, if at all? Uh, Through metaphor.
3: The intangible, God gave us two main tools of faith, our minds and his words. They demand constant consultation, interpretation based on the times, place, need.
2: But then you're just picking and choosing.
3: Your church cherry picks, just like everybody else. Take the pink caves theory. It's all interpretation. God didn't literally hand you guys a map. Your mom interpreted the dream through her own apocalyptic doomsday lens
2: mom knows the difference between god's voice and coincidence
3: she believes she knows do you
2: ever hear god's voice
3: charity looks at her bottom drawer
2: that's hard to put into words to type i mean
3: can i maybe call you then why well i want to hear you talk about god's voice in your voice since i've never really talked to you talked to you (laughs)
2: Why would you want to talk to me? You're obviously not going to repent.
3: Same reason you keep tweeting me.
2: I'm trying to save you. We need repentant Jews for the rapture.
3: There are other Jews, probably less stubborn ones. Do you have other people on Twitter you talk to, like me?
2: No. So why me, then? I told you, to exploit your large Jewish following.
3: You knew that wasn't going to happen a month into this.
2: You always act like you know me. You think you know everything about me.
3: I don't. I just want to. Why? Because you're fascinating. And I want to save you, too.
2: I have God. I don't need saving. My life is good. Everything is good.
3: Then why has your Twitter account been so quiet lately? It's not just me you're trying to avoid. Why aren't you showing up at rallies? I've been busy. No. It's getting to you. This. You're seeing the cracks in your family's...
2: You hate God. My family. You hate everything I believe in. You hate me.
3: God, Charity. I hate a lot of what you say and do, but I like you. And you like me too. No, I don't. Really? I don't know. You know, the way I feel when I talk to you, it's kind of like God's voice for me. In quality, I mean. Because I've never seen you, but there's something intangible pulling me towards you, without words. It's hard to type. I'm sorry if I went too far just now for the other day when I invited you out. I don't want to make you uncomfortable or get you in trouble, I just... Look, I get the pressure of a religious family. I'm in it too. You're expected to live up to certain standards, believe the same way. I know it's worse for you, but still, I... I think you should come to the Blue Room just to talk... Try out the real world. Charity? Okay, since you're still not interrupting with the usual fire and brimstone, I either screwed this up big time and you'll never talk to me again, or you'll read this later and take some time to think about my offer. You didn't answer about how you hear God's voice. Maybe run this by him? See if he has anything to say about it. Adam waits before finally closing Twitter. Charity
1: moves her hands as if to respond.
2: No. No.
1: She throws her phone to the floor and moves to crush it with her foot. I can't. Charity picks up her phone, scrolls, and presses play.
2: I can't let myself...
1: The lights change, signifying a shift in time and space to a memory, a fantasy. Remember. Projection appears. Sent June 2015. I might consider conversion if you answered one question. Adam extends a hand to Charity, inviting her to join him in an incredibly intimate but touchless dance.
2: Only if I can consider answering.
3: Fair enough. <laughs> so, what do you like to do for fun?
2: That's not what's important. I mean, it's fun to serve God.
3: That's not an answer. I want something you're really passionate about.
2: Well, I guess
3: Charity does a Garland esque dance move. Judy Garland, I should have known. My mom loves Summerstock. All her movies, actually. Made me watch them when I was a kid
2: you've seen as many as me
3: I'm surprised you've even seen one
2: TCM's kind of the go-to channel at my house mom put it on every time I got sick
3: huh would have thought everything good entertainment wise was banned at your house
2: we believe it doesn't matter what you watch as long as you know the truth in your heart I like that see we're not so bad
3: you're not no so why Judy
2: I don't know I think it's the sound of her voice It's really warm, joyous, but always a little sad around the edges. Like she knew what was coming for her. And what's that? Hell.
1: Scene 8. The home office where Charity works with a frantic energy, staying on her feet as much as possible. Joyce enters.
2: Charity? Hey! You got a call from the Capitol Journal about an hour ago. They want a quote about one of the pickets the church did last week. The girl wasn't specific about which one. They've never been too organized. I told her you'd get back to her later. That's fine. And then somebody called inquiring about membership. I told them I'd consult with Grandpa and the rest of the elders and see what you had to say. Fine. We'll worry about that later. I also finished the new Gaga parody. Cleaned the kitchen and the upstairs bathroom. Started another parody. It's based on that CSL. That's
4: all great, Charity. You're doing great. Now take a breath. And listen. Joyce gets out their chocolates. So... Grandpa and I were talking about all your hard work and what we're going to do next now that all the kids are out of school and...
1: Joyce slaps an itinerary down on the desk.
4: New York? Yes! We're preaching at Pride there at the end of the month. The kids will love this. I'll start booking your flights. Book one for yourself, too. Mom, I've got summer courses. You have to come. It's only a couple of days, and since we don't have the numbers the fags have, our ideas have to be bigger. We need to attack something these anal idolaters think of as a god. Use my Gaga parody, then. They love her. I was thinking that. But then I was doing some Googling about New York pride, the Stonewall riots, all that devilish nonsense. And do you know what God brought me to? What? The same night those queers are celebrating. That was the night your favorite... Judy Garland killed herself. Some sources even argue she inspired this whole it's okay to be gay movement. That seems like a stretch. This is an amazing revelation. So the whole picket's going to be built around Garland. And you, our resident songwriter, will have the most important job of all, writing us a new song, a parody of one of hers. Do you really think Judy's the right choice? Most people my age don't even know. She's one of America's many idols. Everyone's seen Wizard of Oz. It's practically fag propaganda. Since when? Three men skipping and singing through the forest with a little girl. What's more queer than that? I thought you'd be thrilled. You've always wanted to go to New York. Oh,
2: it's great. It's just, it's already June. This will drain our entire travel
4: fund. God always provides.
2: I'm not even sure it's worth it with everything that's been happening. With what just happened in Orlando, I mean, God's already punishing those people pretty thoroughly.
4: Maybe we should just... 49 lives is nothing compared to the number of lives the American pride machine takes from God every year. This is God's will. Grandpa and the elders all agree... You will write and perform the song with the rest of the girls. Right. Of course.
1: Joyce pushes the chocolates towards Charity. Charity shakes her head, no thank you.
4: I know. You're just being obstinate because you're tired.
1: Joyce reaches out for Charity, a comforting touch.
4: Juggling law school, being the eldest, all while preparing the way for his return. It's hard. I've been there. Your grandpa relied on me for everything. He still does. And I got through it. You will too. With God's strength, okay? Charity nods. That's my girl.
1: Scene nine. Charity's bedroom. She continues to work on the new Judy parody.
2: Repent your foibles. Come make it... Snappy, you're gonna... No. You better... Pray for his mercy. Shout hallelujah, come make it snappy, get ready for your...
1: Charity tosses the lyrics aside and kneels to pray.
2: God, I need your guidance. I know you don't care. I know you hate my feelings. But you want my obedience. And I want to be obedient. But I need your help, because... I don't know how to do this anymore. We revel in death and destruction, and it's like Adam said, it's ugly. I can't even look at mom. Everything feels wrong, and it's killing me, and helping her celebrate the untimely destruction of life using a person who hasn't done anything except sing songs and make people smile. It doesn't make sense. I mean, Judy, she's not like the other people we've picketed. I know how that sounds. I know she led a sinful life but she only hurt herself. So how bad could she really be? I mean, even if she was that bad, why would you give her such a beautiful voice to sing with? Why would you give her all the tools she needed to lead others away from you, to lead me away from you? Why? Please tell me. I need an answer. And it needs to be from you, because you know I'm fighting. You must know, so give me a sign. Show me. Tell me. Strike me down. Something. Anything.
1: Charity opens herself up for an answer. Nothing. Overwhelmed by silence, Charity begins to pull out her dresser drawers, throwing them to the floor before sinking into the pile of clothes. She sees her special pair of jeans. A sign? With resolve, Charity grabs her phone, shoving it and the jeans into her purse. She exits her room and runs to her desk, grabbing her keys. Joyce enters.
2: Where are you going? Study session. Got to get caught up before New York. See ya, mom. See ya, hon.
0: At the Table is produced by Charging Moose Media. This episode was directed by Rachel Flynn, edited by Ned Donovan, mixed by Marcus Thorne-Bagala, original music by Marcus as well. As always, our hosts are Rachel Flynn and Ned Donovan. We'd like to thank Hannah Langley for her play, as well as our fantastic cast. If you'd like to learn more about Losing My Religion, Hannah Langley, and hear Rachel and Ned gush about Marvel's Black Panther, no spoilers though. Make sure to tune into our interview with Hannah later this month. Per the huge, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Every Little Bit helps us continue to bring you brand new plays by emerging playwrights to listen to. We'll catch you next time.